everyone, it's Alistair here, back with Box Office Bites. Um, excuse me. Uh, good to be back. Um, it's been a while. Um, must be the end of June, before the holidays since I was last with you. Um, sorry for the delay. Obviously, um, with the summer being mad and obviously other commitments, it's just been bonkers trying to get some time to sit down and record it. But I'm back now. Um, so where do we start? Um, just want to cover up some of the releases there um, from over the summer. Um, I've seen a number of them. I saw that the uh, the Lion King reboot when I was away in America. Um, I enjoyed it. It basically got a bit of criticism because it literally is a step-by-step, minute-by-minute remake of the original cartoon, which is still one of the best Disney's ever done. Um, I still enjoyed it. The special effects are incredible. Um, the stock live animation um, is, is very good, and Favreau does a good job as he did in the Jungle Book. But, you know, it doesn't change a lot a lot of things, whether you watch the cartoon or the, or the live action. Um, still essentially the same stories. It's not really generating new, but um, the kids and ourselves enjoyed it, but that might have been something to do with the fact the cinema you were in was um, quite a nice fancy one, whether um, extendable uh, feet rests, foot rests, all that. So, yeah, it was good. Um, another one that we saw in the summer was the new Spider-Man, Far From Home. This one starred um, Keanu Hall as Mysterio. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, Tom Holland, excellent as ever. Fan of the story a bit now, bringing in obviously um, Samuel Jackson's Nick Fury and others into it. Um, and yeah, I really enjoyed it. It, it sets it up very nicely. Uh, no spoilers. Um, with a good um, couple of end of titles. Um, end of credits um, scenes that definitely worth staying behind for. Um, sets it up very, very nicely um, for a third one. There was a bit of um, dispute on that over the summer months. Uh, I, I still seem to pull away from the Marvel link up that I hear there recently in the last few days that uh, it was Tom Holland himself stepping in. Um, the uh, um, they're going to certainly do a third one, which makes sense, especially with what um, they finished on and, and this was clip end, cliffhanger ending they, they finished on. It certainly deserves it. Whether that the ends up crossing over into the Venom, I know that that's being remade or, or, or sequels being done at the minute with um, Andy Serkis coming in as director with Tom Hardy. So that'll be interesting. Um, I kind of enjoyed it. Um, it was a bit of fun. Um, so we'll see where that one goes and obviously where he fits again into the Marvel Universe. Uh, but also the after the events of the end game. Um, I'm not really sure where it goes next. Um, for me, like I said before, without Robert Downey and as Iron Man and Chris Evans cap, it's not quite the same appeal for me, but we'll see what happens. I don't know how you talk, obviously, having Thanos is a big bad. Another one I caught there was Secret Life of Pets, the second animation one. I, I, I did enjoy the first one um, of this with all the pets, the cats and dogs, etc. Um, I did like this. Um, the sequel, not so much. Um, I thought they were retreading the same thing, didn't really do anything very new with it. Um, yeah, so wasn't that fussed on it. Um, another one was Hobbs and Shaw. Spin off from the Fast and Furious franchise. This one I really enjoyed it. I loved The Rock and I loved Jason Statham. I thought the two of them very good chemistry. Um, it basically says what goes in the pin, lots of action, lots of humour. Um, I think they're kind of going off by the looks of it in their own franchise. I know Fast and Furious 9, can you believe it? 
it's being filmed at the minute, then Nigel does some um, social media stuff online, stuff about that. And John Cena seems to be the, the new crew member. Um, Hobbs and Shaw are returning for that one, so I'm not sure where that goes. I think Charlie Theron's back at the big bad. Um, so not sure where that's going. Um, be a shame if, if The Rock and Hobbs and Shaw aren't back in it. As I say, I think the two of them have kind of saved that franchise in the last couple of films, um, especially with Paul Walker passing on. Um, I don't think it's strong enough for Vin, Vin Diesel in the world, but we'll see what happens. Um, another one there from the summer was the new Godzilla, um, King of the Monsters. Really like this. Um, you know, all the classic monsters are back in, Mothra and King Ghidorah and all those guys. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, does what it says in the tin. Really loved the first one. This one's, I think, just as good. Uh, really sets it up for an expanding universe in that one. Um, in relation to our old hairy friend King Kong, uh, seems to be setting up for that one. I think that that King Kong versus Godzilla is out next year. Um, I suspect with that one, it'll be obviously them fighting initially, but then they'll probably uh, match up to take on an even bigger monster. So, but I love all that world and um, you know where that's all going. Um, uh, you know, and the sort of expansion of that. So we'll just have to see where that one goes. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I've seen a couple of films there recently. Um, Ad Astra was one that I saw. Um, Brad Pitt's with the Asada thing. Um, got a lot of hype, a lot of good reviews. I have to say, I found it extremely boring. Uh, not much really happened, apart from the sequence on the moon and the sequence involved in the baboon, believe it or not. Not much else happened. I, I, I really felt like it was like paint drying. Um, and I like the space films, but this wasn't a packed on First Man, the recent one with Ryan Gosling. Um, and also Interstellar, I just thought those two films were much more exciting. This one was just dull. So, yeah, I don't like the slag off films, but you know, when I have to say it's bad, it's bad, and this one was just dull. Not much happened. There's no doubt Brad Pitt was very good in it, but apart from that, nothing happened. Another one I saw recently was the new It Chapter 2. I'm not a big horror fan, as I've said before in recent pods. Um, but I did enjoy the first one. This one I thought was was probably not quite as good, although the adult actors like James McAvoy, my girl Jessica Chastain, who I love, um, they were very good in it. And it had some good moments, a couple of scary moments. It was actually a lot funnier probably than the first, but for scares, I don't think it did an awful lot. There's a couple of really creepy scenes one involving an old woman. That's all I'll say if you go see the film. Um, well, apart from that, yeah, I don't really know. I think that certainly is the end of that story, um, as far as I can see, so I'm not really sure there'll be any more. Um, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely worth it. If you like the first one, you'll like this one. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, another one I've seen recently there was... Um, Toy Story, the latest one, number four. Um, this was this was a good one. Um, you know, I've really loved the first three. Um, I thought the last one actually probably was my favourite. Um, I'm not really sure where they were going to go. This one actually does do a good job. Um, the animation's fantastic. The voices, obviously, and Tom Hanks, um, you know, etc., are very, very good in it. Um, and it's a good addition to it. Um, I think how it ends, I'm not sure if there will be any more. It's a good ending for them. Um, so we'll 
we'll see what happens after Kentucky finish games with the green one. Um a couple other things coming up. I hope to take the wee man to see the abominable. That's the new Dreamworks Dolomite. Um obviously about the abominable snowman. Getting quite good write ups for a cartoon, so when I'm next back with you, um I'll give you an update on that one. Um but yeah, looks up looks a decent one, especially for the kids. Um another one coming up soon that I'd like to look off is Terminator's Dark Fate. Um, I, I've always liked the Terminator films. Okay, the first two are probably the classics. E2 for me is probably the best one by far that James Cameron directed. Um, I didn't mind some of the sequels after that. There's Terminator Salvation and I think Terminator Genesis. Isn't that one of them? Um, Terminator 3 wasn't great. I didn't mind them. There's one with Kristen Bale in it. And the last one with, um, what do you call her from uh, Game of Thrones was in it. They were okay, and Arnie came back for that one, but this one, slightly more excited because Cameron isn't directing, but he is producing. The guy did the first Deadpool film, Tim Miller's directing. It looks decent. The um, the trailers look decent. Um, the Terminator action looks like there's a kind of bad Terminator back, a bit like the guy from T2, sort of like molten metal. Um, yeah, so that one's out next week, so looking forward to catching that. Um, other things coming up are um, on the television side. Um, there's a new series of The Crying coming along on Netflix. I love the first new series of that. And this one, Olivia Coleman takes over from um, oh, her name escapes me. Um, Claire Foy, who I thought was excellent as a younger queen with um, uh, Doctor Who, Matt, uh, Matt Smith. Um, they're replaced. So Olivia Coleman's playing a slightly older queen, Elizabeth, and I think it's in um, Toby, is it somebody, is playing Prince Philip, and then they've got the guy from um, the girls playing a young Charles, obviously with Camilla, and then I think Diana comes into it, and they've got, um, oh, what do you call it, playing um, Princess Margaret, um, she's already played the Queen Mother. And she's obviously been in Harry Potter and her name totally escapes me. She's been married to Tim Burton. I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. It looks good. I love the first two series of the quality and this is unbelievable. So um, I'll be checking that out. It comes out in November in Netflix. Another one I caught there recently was Catherine the Great, um, Sky Atlantic production. Um, I love my history and obviously the Russian history I don't know as much about. So this is quite interesting to see. Um, so it took on the period of her towards the end of her life. Um, fascinating to see. Obviously, Russia and the royal family, obviously, before they were all wiped out by Lenin um, in the Russian Revolution um, over 100 years ago. This was a good snapshot, beautifully shot, um, fantastic sort of outfits and uniforms, etc. Um, yeah, definitely one to catch. I mean, four episodes only, so quite short. Um, just captured the last few years of her life, um, but I thought it was very well done. Helen Mirren's always good in everything she does. Um, Another good one I like the minute is The Spy. It's got Baron, Baron Sasha Cohen playing um, an Israeli spy who spied for them during, I think, the 60s into Syria. Um, I've watched a few episodes. It's very, very good. He's excellent in it. I've got to finish that, so I'll be hopefully finishing that one soon. Um, recommend that one. Another one coming up is called The King on Netflix. It is basically um, all about Henry V. He started off um, once more under the breach and all that. Um, 
Yeah, it looks fantastic. I love Mr. Luke's historical epics, so this one looks good. Another one is a Robert the Bruce um, film. I think it's coming out. I don't know whether it's Netflix or not. Um, it's actually the guy who played Robert the Bruce, believe it or not, in the original three parts so many years ago, obviously a lot younger than that. And this is about his later life, um, you know, basically how he comes back um, against that. It's coming out, I think, in a few weeks' time. It looks very good. Um, another one I saw, um, or another one coming up um, to watch out for on Sky, like it is a new version of Watchmen. Um, you might remember the film in um, about 10 years ago. This one is Damon Lindelof. It's one of the original writers of Lost. So one of my favorite shows, by the way. But I planned the rewatch and I started the rewatch in the start. So um, you know my views on that one. Um, it looks very good. It starts next week, I think, in Sky Atlantic. Jeremy Aaron's some cast in it. I think it's set quite a long time after the original film. They're all meant to disappear to watch them, but I, they come back. So that's definitely worth checking out. Um, looks very good production side of it. Um, another one to catch, I really love this show, Succession. Um, it's got Brian Cox at the head of a family. It's all about them bickering and all. They're all quite ugly, not very nice people, but fantastic um, show. Very funny, quite dark at times. The music's fantastic. Um, really check that out. It's a real grower. I'm about halfway through the second series, and it's, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, so another one coming out um, in November is... Um, the Irishman on Netflix. This is the Martin Scorsese. He's brought back the heavy crew, um, De Niro, Pesci, Pacino. Um, they're all back to film about, I think it's around Jimmy Hoffa, and they de-age them all. So this is getting some good um, good vibes, uh, a good buzz. So make sure you check that out. Um, it's out on Netflix, I think, November. Um, another one to check out is... Um, which is coming out um, shortly, is um, obviously there's a lot of talk around um, the upcoming rise of Skywalker. Uh, this is J.J. coming back to the Star Wars franchise, and this basically finishes the the nine-film story of the Skywalker story, essentially, and it probably is apt to call it the rise of Skywalker. I'm not sure what that means and who that means, because obviously we know now that, based on The Last Jedi, Ryan Johnson, which was controversial. I enjoyed it. Um, it seems JJ kind of pulled it all together to finish it off. This will be the last one. Carrie Fisher obviously is no longer with us. They're using scenes that she did back in the Force Awakens. The rumor is that Ford will be back as a as a ghost. Um, not quite sure how that works because obviously there's never a Jedi, but we'll see. And obviously Luke should be back in that role. It seems to focus around Ray and, and um, uh, obviously Kylo Ren. Um, but the biggest sort of vibe about it is that the so-called Emperor is back. Now, whether he's a Force ghost himself, whether he's a clone or, or a projection, I don't know, but to have a McDermott back in any form is fantastic because he's one of the best things about the whole franchise. Um, so, Brad, to see how that goes. I'm, I'm, I'm attempting to go back and re-watch the previous eight, if I can manage it. I'm not a big fan of the, uh, the uh, prequel trilogy. Um, you know, but the kids seem to like it, so uh, I'm going to go back from the start and rewatch it in preparation for that one that's out in December. Um, yeah, so there's, there's quite a lot going on. Um, you may realise now that I've wrapped it on without talking about a certain film that's 
just out um, last week. Uh, very controversial. Joker. Now, are you ready for this one? Obviously with no spoilers. Um, I saw this last night, and this is why I held off. I wanted to just put this in at the end. Um, a lot of controversy around this, a lot of hype, you know, fantastic reviews. And the first thing I should say that, you know, Whacking Phoenix, I haven't seen a lot of, of his films. They're not really my cup of tea. Um, the one that stands out for me was obviously one of his first roles in, uh, as the bad guy in Caesar and Gladiator. Um, this one, there's no doubt about it. He's absolutely riveting to watch. The whole film is him, as in the title, the name Joker. Um, it's all about his origins. Um, as far as I understand, it's the director of what he's got to hang over in other films, so quite a different choice for him, but he does direct it well. Um, it's all about his origins. It's, we're back to the same debate about the solo film that came out last year, um, you know, and expanding these universes. Do we need to know, you know, where these guys came from? You know, uh, what I really loved about um, particularly Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight uh, you know, this will come up again um, before I finish here. Unless, so obviously, from Jack Nicholson's original character in Tim Burton's Batman, that actually did go back into the, his origin a bit. You know, Heath Ledger's Dark Knight, he's, uh, the Joker, he's just there, he just appears. And what you find is, and what I loved about that was, every time he told the story about his, his childhood, it changed. So, you know, he did talk about, obviously, his father being a fiend, and, you know, you know, a very disturbed upbringing. And this film, The New Joker, does touch on that. Um, but I have to say that, you know, unless maybe I need to see it again, um, and the soundtrack is very, very good, but, you know, up until about the last half hour, um, you know, it's, it's just a very sad, depressing, dark story, which I suppose The Joker should be. Um, but then I need to see it all, you know, don't know, not much happens. Thomas Wayne does appear in it, and yes, Bruce Wayne does appear in it. Um, and actually, towards the end, um, you know, you, you see them being uh, murdered. No spoilers, but you really should know that by now after watching all the other Batman films. But how many times do we have to see this? I'm not really sure what the significance was in that. Where it leaves Whacking Phoenix's Joker, um, it obviously opens up the door for more. Uh, I just don't know. I don't know if I liked it. I, I find it very hard to get past what Christopher Nolan did with this universe and Batman, and particularly obviously Heath Ledger's interpretation of him in the, in the Dark Knight, which for me is still not only the best Batman film, but probably the best superhero film for me still. And there have been others that are very close to some of the Avengers recent films. Infinity War and Endgame run it very close, but for me, the Dark Knight is still a king. Um, and for me, one of the fight is that in that film, you've got an antagonist. It's the good against the bad. You know, if you want to condense it down, it's, it's, it's Heath Ledger winning an Oscar for what he really deserved up against Christian Bale, who I still think is the best Batman by far. And the two of them bounce off each other. And without Christian Bale's Batman there, I don't think the Joker performance would have been as good. And this is the problem with the Joker film. There is no antagonist for Phoenix's Joker. Um, it's all about him, and I find it quite draining. Um, you know, I, I, I just, 
probably just didn't enjoy it. Um, you know, Robert De Niro is very good in it. You know, there's, it's just, I don't know. I don't know. It, it's, um, it's just very, very dark and depressing. And yes, you know, the dark night and stuff like that got a lot of stick for being dark. And obviously he, all the talk about him, you know, trying to rule very, very dark and depressing. And that led to suicide. I'm just not sure about that. Phoenix, you can see he's lost a lot of weight. You know, he just, he just, but some of the some of the darkness and the violence even yes there's violence in the Dark Knight trilogy but not like that um, I just find quite unpleasant if that makes sense um, obviously can't go into spoilers but yeah that's my view on it um, I, I just don't know if I would want to see any more of that um, I certainly don't think I'd be rushing back to see it so um, yeah for me the best Joker by far is is what he's did in, in the Dark Knight. But that's also to do with the fact that the Dark Knight trilogy is the best, in my view, superhero trilogy and the films that probably is, alongside the Marvel. Um, there is talk of doing more darker characters like this. Morpheus, I think, is another one, or Morpheus. Um, and, and there's talk of um, opening up like a DC dark universe. Um, maybe going back to Catwoman or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it's perhaps I really want to go down. For me, the trilogy, The Dark Knight, just stands on its own. Um, I don't think that will ever be top. Yes, The Dark Knight Rises has some issues. Batman Begins, you know, it, it, it's still an excellent film. Um, a great start to Batman. And obviously, The Dark Knight is really resentful of all that. So that's my view on it anyway. Maybe you'll let me know what you think. Um, obviously, a lot of people will be going to see it. It seems to be doing quite well, box office-wise. But has come in for a bit of stick, I think, in relation to violence and in relation to the darkness side of it, and I probably have some sympathy for that. Um, but there you go. Um, you can let me know what you think. Um, I've probably rambled on enough. Um, I should be back to you sooner. Um, the next time, I certainly won't leave it for another three or four months. I'll keep you back within the next um, month or two, and certainly before Star Wars in December. Um, but I'll hopefully get back to you sometime in October. Um, if not November, but uh, yeah, just keep in touch. Um, give me any feedback you want, and uh, uh, I shall speak to you soon. Oh, another film to look out for, I don't know if I mentioned there, is called Knives Out. Brian Johnson, the theme of Last Jedi. It's done like a murder mystery, a whodunit, with a new sort of character played by Daniel Craig, believe it or not. Um, and apparently it's getting great reviews, great buzz, so that's out in November. Look out for that one, and obviously talking about Daniel. Bond 25 is, is, is gearing up for a release next year, April. Um, yeah, that looks, um, you know, I'm a huge Bond fan, so I'm kind of hoping that if this is his last week, goes out in the high. Um, I would say Spectre, even Skyfall comes in for a bit of stick, but I love them all. Uh, I still love them. Um, and another one there to think about, yeah, or look out for, I think it's like November, is Ford versus Ferrari. This is one with back again or Batman playing a, a driver for Ford he actually beat Ferrari who won everything back in the 60s or more looks a good one um, it's more into my dad's era so we'll probably go see that one and also there's one about the midway battle um, um, against the Japanese that actually I stood and went around in the tour in the actual aircraft carrier USS Midway in San Diego when I was in Holiday there so um, it's coming up I think the next few months look out for that but there you go I'll uh, love you and leave you, and um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.